Hello everybody and thank you for listening to another episode of the Rampant Mumblings podcast. In this episode I'm going to be just talking for a few minutes about Spotify running. Spotify running is nestled away in the menu on the top left of the app. When you tap on it, it takes you to sort of a new interface where you're presented with a list of playlists, anything from Tiesto to epic soundtracks to 80s, 90s, hard rock, soft rock, punk, uh, even some ballads, I think. All of these are used when you start to go running and this is where the interesting stuff starts to happen. With your playlist selected, it then pops up another screen and you get a nice female voiceover saying start running. When you start running, this is when it does its doohickey magical stuff, for lack of a better word, to try and match the tempo of the music to the pace of which you're running. All sounds very good, some of the music's alright, but let me just tell you about how it's actually worked for me in the real world. So... I've used this a couple of times now and I'm doing the standard thing of running, holding my phone in my hand, which I absolutely hate doing. So I must try and uh, reach out to some sort of sportswear reviewer and see if they can't recommend a, uh, a belt for me or an arm strap. When you start running, it sort of takes about anywhere between 10 to 15 seconds for it to start noticing your tempo, which I believe it does it via all of the iPhone's accelerometers and stuff like that. You start running and it goes, ah, tempo detected. And then it starts playing music. On my first go, it seemed pretty insistent that I was running at a pace that would warrant 170 beats per minute. And I know for a fact that's a little bit high, but I stuck with it just to see what would happen. So I kept that so-called pace for a while and it was all right. The music was all right. I was listening to the Tiesto soundtrack at the time and then I slowed down. And I slowed all the way down and nothing happened. I'm thinking, well, what's going on here? So I stopped and the music kept playing at the same tempo. I'm thinking, well, that's a bit weird. So on my first attempt, it didn't detect my pace and tempo at all. Maybe I didn't run slow enough for long enough, or maybe I didn't run fast enough for long enough, but it didn't, um, it didn't detect my pace. So next day, let's give it another try. And, uh, again, the same results. It's very, very slow to detect your pace. Now, whether or not it's me or the app, I don't know. But, so, I can't really judge it just yet because the results are inconclusive. But what I did do was think, right, okay, let's have a listen to how it actually deals with tempos going up and going down. With the Tiesto music, it actually sounded like all it did was speed up the song and then apply some filters to it so it didn't sound like a chipmunk or, you know, when uh, you're fast-forwarding a cassette, I don't know if anyone out there remembers having them, and it makes that squealy noise, uh, it avoided to do that. Um, so that was on the Tiesto one. It was when I went into some songs is when it got a bit more interesting. So, again, I set off and it was 150 beats per minute this time. And so I thought, well, let's have a go at trying to change the tempo manually. And you, there's a nice little interface, two touch targets that says tempo up and down. When you sort of hit the tempo up enough, which I think the sweet spot is about 10 more paces per minute, it does a crossfade from one song to the other. Now, that is a little bit jarring, but, you know, it's not too bad and it actually works. And it didn't seem just to do the old trick of, um, I think Rock My Run does this, where it just speeds up the track. It actually selected a different track. 
So basically, in short, the only time I actually got to test this um, this new playlist feature where it matches tracks to your pace was when I did it manually. So I don't, again, and I'm not the first person to have this issue. I did notice on, I think it was Wired, and I think one other article actually dared to mention, because these were obviously paid-for releases. You could just tell by the way that they were written. Um, you know, that not many people actually notice the fact it is really hard for it to uh, keep up with the pace or slow down to the pace. Now, I can kind of understand why you don't want it to slow down, but if you're continually running and your pace just tapers off, which for me it does, then it would be nice to have some music sort of slow down to a certain point, but I guess, you know, there's a whole load of algorithms that would be needed to do that. So right now, I'm a little bit inconclusive about just how good the sort of beat matching function is. And some of the music is a little bit iffy as well. I mean, granted, I probably don't listen to as much new music as I should. But then again, according to studies, that now I'm over 30, I barely listen to any new music at all. But that's not my fault. It's not my fault. Most modern music sounds blinking awful in general. Yes, I'm of that generation where unless it's got a good, decent guitar solo or riff, uh, then it's not going to hold my interest. So anyway, in conclusion, in uh, sorry, in conclusion, uh, my thoughts on Spotify running inconclusive. I'm going to give it a couple more tests uh, and see how we go. Uh, maybe it's the way I'm holding my phone. Oh God, I shuddered saying that. Maybe I need to have it on um, on my arm. I don't. I honestly, honestly don't know. So. As a follow-up, and you can probably hear my double tapping there, the Apple Watch versus RunKeeper. So, yesterday, went out, did a run, was only supposed to do three miles, ended up doing 6.2 for some unbeknownst reason, uh, which is actually my furthest distance, so yay, go me. So, full disclaimer here, I might have cocked up syncing my syncing or training or whatever it is my apple watch running because when i did my first run i had the two labradors which are up on the airfield with me now on the lead so it might not have got the full arm movement but i'm hoping that over time it will average out so let me give you some statistics here from my workout so i was out for about an hour um run keeper has auto pause on it uh so i did my level best so when Runkeeper paused, I paused the watch, and then when it unpaused, I unpaused them both. And this is what the results were. So let's go with Runkeeper first, because this is the one that I've used since I started training oh, all those months ago. So 6.2 miles, and please don't slate me for these times, you know, I'm doing my best here. 6.2 miles of an average pace of 10 minutes 28 per mile burning off 780 calories that's one and a half pints of beer pretty much the apple watch now this is where it gets a little bit interesting 6.12 miles uh total tire where is my pace here and my average pace is 10.36 so uh there's quite a difference there you know that's uh you know that's a sizable difference per run and the pace I can kind of sort of put up with because you know there is a bit of lag when run keeper stop starts and the apple watch is on your wrist all the time um, but yeah so far the apple watch is off by enough not for me to want to use it on its own so far so 
hopefully with watch kit 2 or watch os 2 i should say when we get the live heart rate monitoring and everything like that we'll uh, we'll have a bit more success but that's one of my results so far and i'm going to keep doing this one and see how it goes with cycling and update you all in the next podcast and finally what have you been up to this week mark well thank you for asking random stranger in the field uh, this week, I have been on the Airwaves podcast with a couple of fine gentlemen on there, which is going to be available soon. Search for that in iTunes. The Rampant Mumbling Show is back in effect this week. On Wednesday, I will be partaking in the Mac and Forth Show. And of course, you can find all of my writings, reviews and ramblings on Essential Mac. And I've had an article posted on the rather excellent MyMac.com site. So it's uh, Airwaves, Mac and Forth, Rampant Mumblings, EssentialMac.co.uk and MyMac for this week. Of course, if you're so inclined, you can follow me on the Twitter and that's where I post all of my training stuff. Not so much, hopefully, that I delude your inbox and bores you to death. And that's about it. So that's it for this week. Sorry, this week. That's it for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you have a spare moment, if you're not really busy, if you can just find your way to the digits to go over to iTunes and leave me a review or some feedback or just time, take a little bit of time to rate the podcast, it would be honestly appreciated. I'm not asking you to do it to boost my ego or to make me feel great about myself. It's just generally nice knowing that people out there are listening to the work that I've done. And with 25 shows in the bag, I've had two bits of feedback on iTunes. That's not too bad, but I know there's more listeners out there than two. So again, if you could take a small bit of time, it would be appreciated. Coming up this week, I've got the review on the Montar car mount, which hopefully hopefully will stop me screaming every time my brake and my iPhone slides off my passenger seat and onto the car floor. Uh, A couple of other apps. One is a home security system for your iPhone and hopefully more Apple tips. So until next time, ta-da everyone, ta-da.